if I start going bald in the slightest, I'll, I'll full blown embrace it. Fuck that shit where it's like, oh, I would. Just... I would. Really, I would. Oh, come on, Josh. You got to do the comb over. You have to Seriously. do the comb over. But, but he, he looked too see, much like I'm his brother. I'm no, preparing for the comb look, over. No, I'm ready. No, here's the problem. I'm if like I shave my head, I'm either A, going to look like Uncle Fester. Yes. Or B, it's going to look like a golf ball because I got like these mysterious dents all over my head. <laughs> I, I'm no, pretty sure that I don't know. You only yeah, look like Uncle Fester if you lose the beard as well. Like, if you can embrace the beard. Then you're fine. I'm fucked, honestly, because my that. beard comes in kind of patchy. And and honestly, I got work this week. I I was helping out on the line. And I took my hat off, like to wipe sweat off my brow. He goes, "I didn't know you had hair." I'm like what? He goes, "I just assumed you were bald, and that's why you wore a hat every day." So that's what I assumed. My first I'm like, no, I just like wearing hats. I've worn hats since I was like ten years old. Dave, serious look. He he flipped the switch. Because when a hat goes back, you, you know, you, you know, sometimes you know, I turn my hat around, and it's like flipping a switch. And... <laughs> Siri told me that's not nice because she heard, "Hey Siri, suck if you flip the switch." <laughs> <laughs> and she told me apparently that wasn't nice. <sighs> my phone's getting offended now. Wow. <laughs> Welcome to fucking 2020. <laughs> yeah, and then on that note. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? This is DMC in the place to be, the K-I-N-G, and you are listening to the Comic Book Rehab Podcast. I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. I am joined by Flip the Switch Hatter, Jimmy Kimmel, not that Jimmy Kimmel, almost live, and Helmet Head Josh. There we go. All right. We... He actually didn't do bad with those this time. Yeah, that was pretty yeah. good. Yeah. I, I noticed last week that... that... It, it, it's it's better than... Uh, what the frick was the one? Uh, the Madden... I merged the two yeah, things together. It was, the, the, the it was fine. The smokehouse matters. Smokehouse, smokehouse matters. matters. <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> what? But, that no, was no, good? No, they get their, now, I'm not complaining. I just, it was an observation. They get their last names. So their nickname is, is wedged into, into the, their first and last name, like a sandwich. But you're, you're just Paul, usually. Unless yeah. we, like, chime in. And then I'm just something Josh. Is it just work that way better? I guess. Right. I, mean, oh. it, I mean, it's our well, format. You, you, you need to use my first and last name. You though. have to use yours, yeah. yeah. And honestly, I thought I didn't even know that Hatter was his last name for the first <laughs> like thirty <laughs> episodes. No, it was it was it was longer than that. We were doing this for like I was six like, months. I was, like, like, I was like, oh shit, oh, your last your name last is name's Hatter. Hatter. I thought you just liked hats. <laughs> And literally wore a hat once. <laughs> so, yeah. so you prefer if I just went? No, no, you're no, Josh. No, I, you think you're always right? No, no, I, I was thinking. I've, I've I was thinking never. Yeah, life. his I've nickname dealt, should be never. I've dealt with both of those. His, in my Josh life. never right. Yep. <laughs> or not, Josh not right. Oh. oh, Josh can't get right. Josh can't get right. Sure. <laughs> you ever seen life? Josh, okay. rite of passage. 
Sure. Josh I've right heard, away. I've heard them all. I've heard, lay them on me. Lay them. I, 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 it's just not. Josh, Joker's to the right of me. And, and clowns to the left. But we got to leave into lead into Marvel, not a bunch of clown stuff. I know that would have been a perfect segue. Would have been good. Okay, so we're going to talk about our comics that came out this week on I don't know June. Well, how many days do we have this week? Seven of them. <laughs> Did you I, was missing, I thought I was missing fingers, fingers for I a second. I said, how there. many days do we have this week? Seven of them. <laughs> <laughs> while while these two are holding well, up, you cannot you cannot do this to us because then we think we need to like you know start you on the Alzheimer's meds again. <laughs> oh, remember it's uh, leave etc. and then Advil. Um, what? That's what it was. You think that's what it was? No, I know that's no, what. No, that's it was. the words he gave us. That's not the words we. All gave right, him. so we're going to start off with the books that come out on Wednesday. Did I send you that text? No. Oh, I might not have. So Marvel is coming out with books that specifically say New Comic Day is Wednesday. <laughs> so it's it's pretty much a big fuck you, DC. New Comic Day is Wednesday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, they're going to have a banner on it. But we're going to start off with a brilliant book, Daredevil number 20. This was excellent with, as as you remember, a season ago, last season on Daredevil, because it was pretty well, much a summer yeah. vacation since we've had a Daredevil. It has been a while. And, uh, it's, and it's oddly I topical. Have, I have one problem with this. And it's apparently Matt knew the whole time that she was Typhoid Mary? No, I thought Kingpin knew the whole time, wasn't it? No, he... Then he wasn't Kingpin the one to put her. Well, well Kingpin, did, Kingpin knew as well, but wait, the, the sister Elizabeth, the sister Elizabeth that he was uh, confessing to. That was, the oh, big okay. that was Typhoid Mary. Yeah, that was one of the big reveals in the last one. Gotcha. As well, along, as they along, were I'm burning Hell's Kitchen. I'm thinking the mob Daredevil. wife yeah. that he was banging. But here yeah, it is: Typhoid Mary. She woke up. She. I just want to make she was okay. Did I cause? Maybe there's still Sister Elizabeth in her. She's protecting the church. So that kind of seems like he knew this whole time. Oh, well, I don't, I, I don't, maybe I, I, I don't know what happened to her prior to this. So I, I only started reading it number oh, one. Yeah. So, but I, I, I don't either. I liked what was going on there, you know, between them two. I, I truly thought about this, and I looked back through some of the artists over the years. I think Chichetto might be my favorite Daredevil artist ever, ever. Just Evel, uh, Yeah, it's he, he's it, he's hitting it. I, I mean, mean, my God. His kingpin's great. Yeah, but I mean, even how he's doing the full action yep. scenes and everything else and with Hell's in Kitchen the sonar burning. and everything. Uh, yeah. And, oh, yeah, because that was great. When when Bullseye goes to hit him and then just that that particular art panel, that was that glorious. Was, honestly, my favorite part was where he's like, where he just kind of like taps into his fucking powers and he's like, I need to guess where everything is. Well, and he the, goes. It, it makes it easier to guess where it's going to be if the guy he never, never misses. misses. Yeah. That was fucking awesome. And um, and of course, oh, and just that psych that's that psychic warfare that he did on him and mind yeah. play those mind games on him because he never misses and you know he never hit him. He yeah. takes down Rhino by just shoving like the butt of a gun down his throat and then he starts counting in his head like. In two minutes, he's going to lose, you know, he's going to yeah. get brain damage, yeah. so he has to pull it out after a certain amount of time. Well, um, I had to go back and look at what the hell he put in his, yeah. you know, and I it was like, like, it looked like the no, it was, it was the the knife 
the knife gets broken, so uh, it's okay. just the handle okay, of the yeah, knife. It yeah. Like a, yeah, ergonomic grip or um, something. But, oh, this was fantastic. I mean, what a, what a... This whole series has been and then, great. What, and what, then a great, the, what a great way to to start that off and the, and with the war at, at the end, and, and the ending. Where he's like, I, I'm Daredevil, uh, yeah, I, and he's accused of this, and I'm turning myself over to authorities. Oh, oh it, it was... It was it was fantastic. Best Marvel book of the week. <laughs> That's the only one I read, so sure. Yes, yeah. yes, it, yes, it was. <laughs> That's the only Marvel book Hi, I I'm read. Hi, Jimmy. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Jimmy. But he read another one because Deadpool also came out. Deadpool number five. Uh, oh, my God. Art. <sighs> and you know what was funny is, because who's on the cover? Deadpool. Deadpool. Well, who's isn't that... Isn't that, is that supposed to be Fing Fang That is not Fing Oh, I thought it was because Josh had his uh, Foom shirt on last, no. last Then week. you should know what he looks like. Yeah, that's not. That's just a baby. Oh, is that one of, just one of the, on the monster? Is he still doing like the a, Monster yeah, Island thing? He has okay. a long ass neck. Yeah, he is. He's yeah. still the king of the monsters. Uh, the art on this, it's uh, Gerardo Sandoval. Infinitely leaps and bounds better. Um, the storyline is picked up. So this one, the. The, uh, Any relation to Rafa Sandoval? I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe maybe. I mean the, the art like when I seen Sandoval at all, first and I kind of start looking at the art and stuff. I'm like, kind of similar styles. A little bit, yeah. So I'm like it. Um, there's a this very young monster that in our listens it just doesn't listen and its only thing it wants to go to the city and destroy. And uh, the monster hunter that's kind of there with Deadpool. She's like, listen, we need to kill this thing. And Deadpool the whole time is like, listen, this is the first thing in my life I've ever truly taken seriously. I have these people, and if I go back to that island and it's dead, I don't know how to look at them as a ruler. So it's really like Deadpool kind of coming into like the first time he's had real responsibility in a while. And at the end, he has to kill this thing because it just won't stand down. And he's like, you know, usually I take a lot of solace in this stuff, but... You know, that's something I did not enjoy. This was actually a really good book. Um, it's definitely picking up the series. Um, I'm still not kind of sold on this whole King of the Monsters Deadpool thing, but uh, it's, you know, it is what we're doing now, so we'll see where it goes. But uh, it was all right. Is that it for DC, or, uh, Marvel today, right? Oh, didn't you do Black Cat 11? No, I didn't. I didn't uh, have any Black left. Black Cat 11. <laughs> I didn't have any left. I didn't read it. I didn't. Uh, I was going to. Just that uh, I, I forgot how much I torture you guys with that shit. Well, I read ten. It wasn't terrible. Actually, wasn't. Well, you got no, your. It's actually you got, not You got that your bad. dose of torture last week with uh, Faithless Two Number, which you did a week early. Yes. Because I had it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I we didn't have that many books last week. I thought it was a good time to do it. It's fine. So. The episode didn't get posted till today. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right, so we're on the DC. On the DC. Yeah, on the DC. All right, so um, we we've kind of had a big book that uh, came out this week that everybody was waiting on. Justice League forty six. Hi, yeah. I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Um, right. Yep. Yeah. Uh, this was so, Mister Wright. What happened with Justice League forty six? This was good. <laughs> um, again, I mean, everyone probably knows at this point that I'm a huge Wonder Woman stand, so. Uh, when she uh, kind of starts Wonder commanding, Woman mm-hmm. commanding the, the, the Justice League on how to defeat the Themyscarians or at least subdue them, I thought it was really good. Um, they end up uh, doing such a thing and, 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 and 
Jon Stewart has to stay behind. Basically, the Themyscarians are affected by the same grudge sort of vengeance. And as soon as from the, the Justice League gets away, they turn their aggressions to each other. Yeah, and she doesn't want them killing each other because they will. So Jon Stewart's like, I'll stay behind and give them something to fight. And he basically, because he's he's the Green Lantern that you know has army experience and stuff like that, he summons the entire core as constructs to fight the Themyscarians and just kind of keep them busy. While the rest of the league goes into the gates of Tartarus. And there's a funny scene where they're trying to like push the boulder that blocks the way into Tartarus. And, and she's like, I don't have time for this fucking shit. And just lifts the whole fucking thing for them. Uh, but they head inside and Jim Corgan's in there and he's aged like 20 years. He's kind of got like the gray temples like uh, like uh, Mr. Fantastic. And he's like, look, time passes di- differently here. But um, you're going to have to answer the fucking the big guy. And, and he, you know, they, they turn to see who it is. And Tartarus is there. So I like how they acknowledge that Tartarus is not only a, a place, but it's a, an a, ancient a, a thing as yep. well. Um, so they're going to deal with this ancient Greek god guy, um, so they can they can free Tartarus from, or they can free Jim Corrigan from Tartarus's Tartarus. It was pretty good. I mean, arcs, I, I've been really arc enjoying up, this. This, this arc has been really league, good. Yeah. yeah. I, in fact, ever since we've gotten away from the Scott Snyder stuff, <laughs> it's been pretty. It's been pretty digestible because you don't need to know anything coming into yep. it all right so the big book the biggest that came out this week nightwing 71 <laughs> dan jurgens and because i like torturing dave go ahead and read the artist's name cliquet what was that cliquet I thought he was clearing his throat. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> uh, this was really good. Um, this is the first, uh, well, I guess the last one technically was a Joker war tie-in. But we find out that the cop that Joker apparently left for dead, he flatlines on the operating table. I mean, they get him there and they're basically tell- telling his the uh, female that he's, you know, needs to go into surgery now. Or he's going to die. And he flatlines on the table. Which, how W... I understand what she was trying to do, but... Okay, they're they're in an OR, and they're about to ready to crack him open. I'm a detective. I'm going to stop this. Bullshit! Anyway, um, Joker reveals himself to be... In at, a bloody Nightwing costume. In a bloody Nightwing Like, he literally just keeps, like, the collar on it. And he's wearing it over it's his suit. Great. And then Dick comes back and he fights and finally he's like, listen, I have this. I know what they did. I can give you the real memories and kind of hypnotizes him and goes, it all started when I took you in. So obviously he's going to train him to be a Joker. I really enjoyed this. This was uh, a this great, great. I keep forgetting how much I enjoyed Jurgen. Jer- since Jurgens has taken this over, this has been one of the most consistently good series. This is- which, I mean, Batman Beyond has been probably the right. most consistent series in my eyes of Rebirth. So. I, I need to catch up on this. I stopped reading when it got bad, and then Jurgens picked it up, and you guys have been nothing but Yeah, if you so. just start where Jurgens is at, I think you're going to be good. It's just going to skip a lot of the Rick stuff. All right. On, on to then a, the, the a big, book with a big the reveal big, of a new character. The big DC book this week that came out. The big, the biggest. We, we finally get some punchlines, you know, stories. So. Right. So the Joker 80th anniversary, biggest you know size wise, hundred pages. Was maybe, it a hundred? 
Is it 80 let pages or 100 pages? Super spectacular. Are we going to let Dave do one? Because I don't think he's introduced himself well, I thought you were going to let him do the last one. I, I didn't realize he finished Nightwing. You were here when he was reading. Keep going. That's all right. No, go I'm ahead. I'm, I'm go good. ahead. Well, we can all talk about the Joker 80th page. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Dave. Dave. Dozer. Snowflake. Snowflake. Triple P. Triple P. Oh, yes. Triple P. The Joker 80th anniversary issue. There's lots of stories in here. There are some very, very good stories. And then there's a punchline story. That's not even the worst worst one. Yeah. But it's not great. This was almost my pick of the week. This was surprisingly Literally until I got to the last story, this was probably my pick of the week. Then I read the Azarello Bermijo one and went, fuck, that was awful. And once again... I'm sure you'll agree. The art in it is fantastic. Oh, Bermijo's art is great in it. Azarello, I guess I just don't get his genius. I did not. I I have liked Azarello's stories in the past. I didn't care for this one. Um, so while while we're talking about, what was your favorite story, Josh? Um, it was the, it was the birthday party one, uh, written by um. Do, do, do. Let me get to it. Uh, it was written by somebody. Uh, that's somebody the uh, Taylor one. Yeah, that's Tom Taylor. The Tom, Tom Taylor, Taylor one with Eduardo Riso on uh, art and colors. Uh, that was my favorite one. Um, I, I kind of like this the story that led it off. The Scott Snyder, uh, Greg Capullo on the scars. Because, that was very good. Man, that is... I mean... When I first started reading this book, I was like, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the Joker, but the first story, I was like, okay, this was really good. Scott Snyder did a great job. They were all really fun. It's hard to pick one, honestly. There was a lot of good ones in here. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed the... The one where he became Batman. Uh, I enjoyed, Yeah, I that enjoyed the one really where good. he be, uh, was in Guatemala. See, that's the one I really didn't care for. And, uh, and as hard as it is to say... I agree with Josh that the birthday one was probably my favorite one out of all of them. I'm gonna agree with Jimmy. the The one that, other than the one that was uh, obviously the Brian Azarello one, the Denny O'Neill one didn't was goofy. Like I didn't like that one, and I hate to say it because you know. Was that today? He just passed away. That day. I don't know. That it was to, it was yesterday, but I think it was okay. announced yeah. today. Okay. Um. Um. I really, I did really enjoy. Um. I don't, I don't know who wrote it. The one where they're grieving uh, Bruce Wayne dying. Uh, that one died. was um, was that Tinian? No, Tinian no, was Tinian's the punchline, punch punch the origin. Um, I guess the origin of punchline. The one where they're mourning, but they're death. all in the front of the book. Yeah, it's. Um, what I really enjoyed about that one, it's jo- everyone else is kind of celebrating the life. And, that was Gary Witta and, and Greg, Miller. Greg Miller, and you know the whole time they're you know people are coming up and they're telling like anecdotal and they're laughing and Joker's like, why are they laughing? This isn't funny. You know, they should be sad. They should be depressed like I am. And then he realizes the reason he is because the only reason he is such the villain is he ha- always had this kind of foil in Batman. And he's like, I don't know where else to get. What am I going to do now to just torture people? And he finds the perfect job. He works for the post office. No, no, he works for the DMV. He works for the DMV. That was for a rise out. Paul, of what was your favorite Paul. story? Um, no, the punchline torture one, people. It's it's the workers there are the ones that are tortured. Um, the punchline one because that's the only one he read. I only read the punchline one, and that was not my favorite story. 
Yeah, it, there, was, there really it wasn't, wasn't a lot great. of substance other than that. She's basically just like a joker. We yeah. don't get we yeah. don't actually get her upbringing or anything like that. No, not at she all. She just wants to cause chaos. So it, it's just one of the it 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 was a Joker story because it's pretty much her being Joker like doing a Joker thing. Which my only question is that so she concocted her. Oh, apparently, people are saying she's like a full blown. She was going to school for chemistry because that's how she's able to make the Joker toxin. But if the Joker's the one that in, that assigned her this project, I guess. Um, why wouldn't he just give her the laughing gas to see if she's like legit or not? Maybe he wants to see if she could do it herself. Okay. Maybe they're trying to make her relevant. They they're trying. Oh, they're trying. Speaking I, of Batman yeah. ninety two, our first will be up right after Flash <laughs> seven fifty five. <laughs> this was this was an excellent. Oh man! So I'm reading this, okay? And the whole thing is that they defeat, uh, they they beat Paradox. They beat Paradox by having, um, by having Reverse Flash kind of tap Paradox on the shoulder before he becomes Paradox to say, "Hey, what would Flash do?" In like a really fucking weird moment, but they stop him. Like, and, uh, what would Brian Boitano bo- do? Yes. Or, like, what would what, Jesus do? What was that? Thing? Do you want to try that again? Brian Boitano. Um, but what was after that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, evil. They head back, you know, they head back to the present and everything, and then they're like, reverse flash, you did it. Are you going to finally turn a new leaf? And I'm like, oh, God, please, please, no. They got me. Hook, line, and sinker. I was like, please, don't make the most sadistic fucking villain turn a turn a new fucking leaf and they didn't finally fucking godspeed's like if you've been to all these different timelines reverse flash can you tell me who killed my brother and he's like of course i can me and just fucking and kills like, him it was me the whole time and barry and just snaps his neck and i'm like holy fucking shit he did it joshua williamson kills his original character godspeed for a fucking it was me the whole time fucking the, the the meme that they've been doing since the fucking Flash season two uh, incident, but fuck, I love Reverse Flash so much. This is my pick of the week. Like he fucking nailed it, and I guess he's gonna be working on building a Reverse Flash family. Who fucking gives a shit? I don't really, but like the fact that he got me, and then was just like, fuck you. He's still Reverse Flash. Loved it. Like it, it, perfect. I don't care about the Flash in this issue. This was a reverse Flash issue, and it fucking was the best reverse Flash issue. One of the best. Okay, so does that leave us with Batman 92, then? Our first uh, big issue where we were going to get all this stuff with Punchline, and then we didn't get Harley a Quinn lot. number 73. <laughs> you didn't read Indies. that. You didn't read Harley Quinn. World's um, finest... Batwoman, Supergirl, number two, directed digital. Of course, it was. I Batman read, Adventures, number one. Did you the the Avengers? I read that. Continue. I read that. Fucking oh, Harley Quinn, ago. make him laugh, number two. What anyway, is so that? Di- another director digital. <sighs> Flash, fastest man alive, number six. I think it was number seven or number seven. All right, so what's everybody's <laughs> verdict here on 92? I, I was wasn't, underwhelmed. It wasn't was, bad. Wasn't a bad issue, but I just don't care about... But, yeah. 
I mean, I wasn't this one that we were promised that now we're going to see what punchline's all about, and we really don't. All we saw were her and Harley. Well, they just get ready to fight, yeah. and yeah, nothing happened. And nothing really happened. I mean, we just get her Harley full payment. Harley tries to empathize with her. Yeah. She, she has her, um, yeah. Harley she's was like, actually hey, you know coming what? off when better and come, more interesting. Come, she's like, I understand what you're doing right now, but like at the same time, in a couple of years, I can see us sitting down and having some girl talk and watching Steel Magnolias or whatever the fuck they do. And, you know, not Trek. Um, not Shrek. No, well, hardly only watches Shrek. Maybe in a black book. But. And the the full page. And Nightwing. And the full pinup page. And That's why with, Poison Ivy's green, by the way. Because of Shrek? Hulk and Shrek. I mean, it's all about the green skin. The full page with uh, Punchline is very similar to the cover. The art germ cover. I mean, it's very close. Very similar. So, I don't. I, I mean. <clears throat> Are you exactly. excited about the next issue of Batman because of this one? Nah. I haven't been excited about a Batman issue since if they wouldn't have Tom spo- King if they, was the if writer. The rumors and before and this, I heard it. The rumors <laughs> and the kind of leaks about the designer's background, which I mean is kind of predictable, kind of ruin it for me. Yeah, they're not even rumors. I mean, I know what yeah. happens, but <laughs> either way, I I. Hard to be excited about Batman. Yeah. Okay. On to uh, Independence. Um, Big week for Indies. A lot of stuff. Ice Cream Man, number 19. Well, actually, also subtitled... Uh, shit, where's mine at? Haunting for Beginners, How to Be a True Blue Apparition. And that's exactly what this is. Mm-hmm. This this whole entire story is a handbook on how to be a true blue apparition in the multi stages of this guy's life. True story. It this was phenomenal. <laughs> I I started reading this. I'm like, I don't like it. I don't. I, like this it. was. I loved it because I realized what they were doing right away. I'm like, oh, and and they they kept it up the whole. It's yeah. not like they started off with no, it no, when no. he was a kid. It goes through as a manual, and they keep right the the. The 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 ingenuity the 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 way they're telling you know finding different ways to tell a I, new I did, I did inventiveness have, of telling a story. I did a story. have one really depressing moment in here when they got to the middle age version of it. And it's like all his like little aches that are popping up. I'm like, oh, I fucking relate to that so much already. <laughs> like shoulders, knees. Like I I fucking relate to that. I know. Call him. Call him. Tell him. Where do you hit 40, fucker? Nope, totally. totally. Yeah, yeah, but I, I hurt my joints doing physical activity, Dave. Yes, because all I do is lay around. I don't, you know, well, no, pull you people out of wrecked cars. Hey, look, he falls backwards. CPR when he falls backwards, it's, it's you know, at an angle. You know, that that's skill. That's, you know, that's not something that happens. That defies gravity. No, that's that's someone who's been klutzy their whole fucking life and has just learned how to I have fall. moments of agility. <laughs> you and I him. pronounced that right. Look at that. Yeah, you, you, you should yeah, see him in a buffet line. He's fucking in and out. Oh, like he's a yeah. When we do car. t-shirts, if we do not have a fucking t-shirt that says, I have moments of agility on it, <laughs> I'm quitting this fucking podcast. I, I, actually, I will buy that fucking shirt. So that'll actually, be day. That might that might have to be the title of episode 99. Yes. Episode 99, Moments, <laughs> Moments of, agility. of Agility. Yes. The, uh, 
this this was great. Pick right now, week. huh? Pick of the week, hundred percent, hundred percent. Pick of the week. Uh, this right now, I think, is a very high runner for single issue of the year for our rehabby award when we do the single really? issue. I'm not yes. gonna argue it. When I go back and review, I know there has been better, but like. You know, I Don, mean, this was good. Donny Cates this has released ten books this year, so no, I, I this this was it, it was definitely it's one it's the, I and and what I liked about it is after I read it, it kind of you know I thought about it afterwards. It stayed with me. It wasn't you something tell me this like is, that. This is better than Black Cat number nine. Yes, <laughs> don't get me. Remember stuck. all the things that happened in that issue. It is better than Black Cat. No, and it's actually wow. Black Cat 11 that came out this week. Right. What I'm saying is Black Cat number nine came out earlier this year. Yeah. And, man, that review was like an hour and a half it long. Was. So it was. It was. Stop. Plus, you yeah, strong. I know. Over. Even though you guys were trying and trying, I would Couldn't not stop. stop. A big a big number one from Image, and it's hefty. Yeah. that's a, it's, a big, it's a big book. Adventure Man number one. This is one of their uh, new big, yep, this big is, titles. Yep, yeah. This is Matt Fraction. Uh Terry Dotson, who previously worked together on an X-Men title back in the late 20 aughts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, the, weird, the weird thing about this, and it, it popped into my head right away, because where I know uh, Matt Fraction from was his Hawkeye run. And he's the one that really played up the whole being, you know, hearing impaired thing. And then our lead, our main character in this is hearing impaired. He actually addresses that in his letter in the back that... He had the idea of her before he took on the Hawkeye role. Oh. So it's just kind of a weird coincidence. I absolutely love this. So we get the story of the Adventureman, which is kind of like a cross between. He's the, like Tom Strong. Well, it's like he gave me vibes of the, the Justice League. Tom Strong yeah. and uh, Brock Sampson. Yep. It's like a kind of like a League of Extraordinary Gentlemen type feel. Dotson's art works so well for this book um but we find out that it's our main character just reading a bedtime story to her son and she owns a used bookstore and comes from a very big family that's a mixed family uh because her mom died and dad remarried and she's kind of the black sheep of the family even though she you know took over her mom's bookstore and all this and they have this thing where they always talk about something they learned, something they failed at, and the adventure they had in this week. And she's like, I really don't have adventures like that anymore. Um, lady comes into the bookstore, gives her an original kind of Adventure Man book. She's like, oh, I know this. Ends up running away, and some weird stuff happens with kind of these bug people. Yeah, like and, the, the woman that gave her the book has these henchmen or like bodyguards yeah. that end up trying to stop the woman that owns the bookstore from pursuing the car or whatever. She like kicks them through the chest, but then their foot just goes right through them because they're made of bugs. But they get away and she's like, oh, okay, that was weird. And her and her son go through this book. It's like, oh, it's kind of like a, almost like a survival guide, how-to book. on, And you find out it does have some mystical powers and her son starts figuring stuff out that this takes place where they live. You know, all these things are landmarks in their neighborhood. And, you know, one of these henchmen show up and the book gives off kind of this energy beam and that's where it leaves off. Uh, in the back, there's probably about a seven or eight page letter from uh, Matt oh, Fraction. I, I that, that part. Ex oh, it's it's worth the read. 
it explains basically that he's had this idea. The earliest dated stuff he can find on his computer is from 2009. But it talks about how he developed each character and his ideas for all these characters. This is my pick of the week. This was excellent. I really, really enjoyed this. I'm most looking forward to number two of this series. Great. That's a good endorsement. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think uh, for superhero fans, it kind of gives that kind of super team vibe. If, if anyone liked, uh, like you said, Legion of Extraordinary Gentlemen, it gives you that vibe, vibe. big time in the beginning. Because it's kind of like uh, pulpy turn of the century, like you know, early nineteen hundreds. But again, I think it could almost be like uh, the books coming to life is what I see this doing. Yeah, obviously. So I'm really excited. So um, I'll definitely be picking it up. I added it to my pull list. Mountainhead number four. What I thought would be kind of a slow burn mystery book. As, so you as remember those like little creeps, those in. little breadcrumbs they yes. left. They well, shove the whole fucking loaf down your throat fucking, this issue. Just like, oh, here you fucking go! It's like, the first issue, it's like, oh, this kid's kind of displaced. His dad was his, yeah. his dad was actually just kidnapping him. People and go up in the mountains brought and back, back to, nuts. They kind of act kind of weird. Oh, and then the next issue, like, oh, there's like an exploded meat corpse somewhere. And, and the one guy finally comes back from the mountains, and he's... He's kind of acting weird, and, like, these dogs are missing and stuff. Third issue is, like, oh, the guy finally fucking kills his family by, like, shooting tentacle shits out at it, and he's, like, it turns them into tentacle monsters or whatever, but that's it. And it's, like, okay, well, maybe this will all be hush-hush. This fucking issue, <laughs> it's, like, fuck it. They go out into the woods. He's, like, I had a dream about a dead tree that fucking showed me the eyeballs or whatever the fuck. They go out there, and this other guy follows them. And he fucking rips his own eyeballs out, and then he splits in half and turns into, like, half-octopus fucking insect monster with, like, gaping jaws. And uh, fucking Grizzly Adams shows up and is like, fuck this, and just shoots it with a shotgun. He's like, we're all outsiders. We need to head back to town and see who's left. They head back to town, and half the town is just out of themselves as these monsters or whatever the fuck, and the only remaining citizens are uh, the, 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 the kid who went missing, his adopted sister, his uh, his mother, and, and Grizzly, Grizzly Adams. Adams. And they're like, oh, well, we're all outsiders because the mother kind of became a recluse after her son went missing. The daughter's never fit in because she's adopted. Um, Grizzly Adams is Gri Grizzly Adams. And then the kid was, you know... And the kid's kidnapper is on his way. Kid's kidnapper is on the way. There's, like, the one guy that was originally the first one to return to town who's just, like, full-blown naked and has, like, 20-foot-long legs and a crab claw who's, like, giving an interview on television. And he's like, hey, look, man, the old ones up in the mountains are the first ones that were here, and we were basically, like, the crust in their eyeballs. And we their were the eyes, parasites. We so. are the, we're the ones they're trying to get rid of, so... Uh, just, just take take it. Yeah, and they're like, "Fuck it, we need to head up in the in the mountains and find these fucking creatures." And all of a sudden, these creatures started like popping out of the mountains. Like, there's a fucking a leviathan. And there's like a fucking uh, a a, a lamprey sort of thing. There's this giant. It's like, what in the fuck is going on? And they're like, "Fuck it, we need to go to the eye of the mountain." And that's the end of the issue. It's like, this was like ten issues worth of shit happening. This is one hell of a penultimate issue. Yes, I. You get like three issues where it's like, all right. We're gonna build up on the creep, and then the fourth issue, it's like, it's like you're, it's like you're, you're, you're going up the top of the roller coaster, and it's like, okay, 
we went up maybe like 15 feet, but then it fucking, you find out they dug tr- like a fucking tunnel, like 14,000 feet into the fucking earth and they just drop you. But there's no blank. rail, so you're just free falling. Yeah, and they, they've, attra- they've, they've attached fucking rocket blasters at the back of your fucking, <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? And then they snap a picture and you, and you get off the ride and it's like, what? My face is peeling off in this fucking thing. I'm kinda, I, I, I haven't consistently smoked cigarettes in a while. I need. I could have used yeah, a cigarette but, after this. I was. I loved how creepy this this series was, and then this issue was just like full tilt. And I mean, obviously, I'm going to read the last one, but like, I'm kind of disappointed that of the books that you know I normally complain that like are too slow to to build to something. Like for example, like Farmhand or whatever in the beginning. This one was like that, and then all of a sudden they just completely shift gears and. It's it's launched the rocket, dude. It's it's it, it's it, faster it, than fucking it, it rocket. It jumped launching. the shark and then fucking went back and smacked the shark upside the head. <laughs> they build up all these characters. They take the time to build up all these characters and then all Just of them are them fucking all. dead. They're all dead except for like four of them. Um, so I'll read the last one for sure. But like, if it's even faster than this one, we're gonna probably we're gonna read issue number five and it's gonna lead into fucking. Um, Little bird number one. That's yes. what. That's what's gonna happen. Right. I, I I'd kind of be okay with that. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. Uh, Grizzly Adams would just be axe. Yeah. All right. Uh, a real new uh, independent book from a new publisher that's been actually uh, really doing a great job uh, with a lot of new titles. AWA. Uh, Old haunts number one. This was so fun. This was fantastic. This is really good. Yeah, did you read this one, Dave? Uh, I got about eight pages into it. And what I read was fairly you, decent. Fairly decent, and you couldn't finish it. No, Jimmy would have made fun of me for being late getting out to the truck again. Oh. All right. Uh, this was this was really. If you uh, didn't need supper number two to, to make honest, that one, well, like, yeah. Number one. Yeah. Did you get to the point where the dead were rising? Negative. All right. Well. If you got to that point, that's basically all you really yeah. have to get to. But. Yeah, I don't. How would we? It's it's a mob story. It's a mob story, but it's written by it's kind of a zombie story. Written by Rob maybe. Williams, art is, by Ollie is it Masters. Kind of like Bog Bodies, only with zombies. A little bit. A little. Yeah, kind a little. Of little. Bit. Little. Because little, we get well, we get a cliffhanger the, and nothing really happens. Well, and I mean the dead that's right. Is it all the? I forget. Is we it all know. the dead that's rising, no, or just the ones they kill? Just them. That's why it's called yeah. old haunts. It's, so it is yeah. kind of a bog bodies yeah. sort of. These vibe guys with are. It. These guys basically have been mobsters. But this was written life. really well. Yeah. This, yeah. this was one, done well. One got out years ago, and he's finally convinced the others to kind of get out as well. And one's ready, and then the third one's kind of like, "This is all I've ever known." It's like, how many people in our position ever get to retire? And that's how they convince him to get out. And then yeah. once they get out, they, uh, you know, they're driving to kind of finish the their last job or whatever, and like a a, a vulture fucking flies into their their car. That, made it made of yeah. bones of all. And then they had the weird. Um, they had the but the, the, the vulture coins. also had the coin in the his coins. eyes. Yeah, well, it's different bones from different uh, dead people, I guess. Okay, form this vulture. But right, one of but the when um, they get out of the car to like because they they get hit by this this fucking vulture and it causes them to swerve and they hit an, a, another truck that's on the road they get out to kind of check the you know the damage and the one guy that's you know tied like doesn't want to leave the life harasses the truck driver or whatever but the one guy who's been out of the the game 
sees a figure up in kind of the the windows of the skyscrapers that are nearby, and it's like a bird person, and that's the one we saw kind of crawl out of the graves that they've dug out in the. Well, no, no, he, he rewrote so he'd be Phoenix person. Oh man! You haven't watched Rick and Morty, so. So and you, speaking of, was a good episode though. By Rick way. and Morty go to hell number one. This was really good. I mean, they definitely got the tone of Rick and Morty down. I'm really excited because they, you know, the whole time they're walking through hell, everyone's trying to convince Rick. He's like, listen, hell doesn't exist. Religion I'm unkillable. I'm unkillable. He's like, and we're like, it, what if you're wrong this one time? He's like, listen, it's just not. And he just wants to find the boss to get out of here because he's convinced it's an alternate reality. And the demon's finally like, Listen, here you go, and throws him in a pit, and he's like, the only way to get to the boss is go through the seven la- layers of hell, so have fun. So I'm thinking that's where this is uh, going. Is each Almost year. like a Dante's, Dante's Inferno. With, with the Rick and Morty Rick and Morty yeah. style. I'm definitely going to continue reading it. Something's Killing the Children. Number seven, the start of our next arc. Um, This is... For a transition issue, this is good. That's what this is. This is a yeah. transition a transition issue that is setting up. Has the girl the main character? Oh, yeah, she's been. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first arc, it felt like the kid was the main character. Yeah, he's just no, a side character. This one, he's gonna this be is her. Yeah. Okay. But, yeah, so. No, James Tinian did not make himself. Uh, but, but, I, I only read up to, like, the third There's issue, really not so. much that happens in here except we find out that these creatures can't be killed unless they're feeding. Because they take an actual form, then. Right. Um, they're shadow demons otherwise. The, the the guy that they sent up out of Chicago to kind of rein her in isn't having all that much success with it. Yeah. And their cops are drinking on the job. Well, <laughs> well yeah, they have all these body parts for kids. And, and they're trying to measure them up, them up and stuff like that. And the coroner, you know, the, the cops, he's like, listen, he's like, I'm sorry, but I need this. And the coroner's like, do you have an extra one? So they're obviously trying to get all the bodies identified. Yeah, this was uh, very good. In the back, we get a preview of a new book coming out. Wind. 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 Yeah, that's coming out Wind, next week. Which has been, um, which has been kind of put as if you're a fan of something's killing the children and Middle West. So I was gonna say this. Ha- I read the preview. It had a Middle West oh, feel yeah, to it. Definitely did. So, uh, yeah, it was. Um, it's a transition issue. I don't think. Um, you know, it wasn't anything like, oh, this was super great, but it, uh, I think in the next few issues, I'm hoping that we keep up the momentum that we well, had in the, the first The previous issues arc. have been all really, really good. So you're going to, like, so I, I expect that it to be a, a down issue when you're transitioning arcs. Speaking of down issues, decorum number two. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> I picked up number one because uh, Stevens. He was having a sale down in Kentucky, and he recommended I picked up the first issue. Even though you didn't listen to us on the podcast with, when we reviewed it, I didn't. I didn't even remember. It was. I was probably sleeping when you. Well, did that. so they're broken up into different books. So we lead off with because well, wasn't the first one like three books? Three books. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. we pick up with book four, which is kind of our weird-looking alien people that are telepathically talking and very abstract art and i still have no fucking idea what they're doing or what they're looking for or whatever so i'm like okay i got through that 
Then you get to book five, and it's all of Hickman's symbol bullshit and fucking glossaries and indexes and charts and graphs. Which he just did a whole freaking series of. You think he'd be tired of it? So that ends book five. Then you get to book six, which is like six pages of just fucking straight novel. Well, you pass that, and you finally get into the story of like the kind of modern era bounty hunter chick. I will not be reading number three, so (laughs) this was fucking bad. This was the worst book I read this week by a wide, wide margin. All righty. Does that leave us with uh, Undiscovered Country 6, or do you have others? I I don't have anything else. Okay. Kill Lock, number five of six. So uh, the last time... Was that this week? Yes. Yes. Hmm. Um, Our our artisan is face-to-face with another artisan. We find this out this time that it's basically a ploy to keep uh, this other group uh, that has a kill lock in place. Pretty much they get sent to this place and get stripped for parts. And they're like, well, there's two more wraiths that are taking down um, the brute and the wraith of our group. And he's like, well, there should be four of them because kill locks work with four. They're like, Oh yeah, the fourth one's on the ceiling. That's and it's like, well, how'd you do that? Oh, I removed like their main CPU. And it's like, but you can't do that without setting off the kill lock. It's like, oh, but you can if they're willing to do it. So um, at the end, they battle. They end up killing this thing, and um, it's like the uh, the child or the unfinished robot uh, is injured in it after kind of helping out. And the artist's like, listen, there's only one way I can do this. You need to let me and agree to let me finish, you know, fix you. But I need to go into your head and you need to want me to do it. And he comes out and he, all he says is he's gone. So um, I believe we lose that character. There's one more issue of this. If there was more than one issue, I probably would drop this series. But with one more issue left, I'll see it out to the end. Okay. Is that, is that it? Or you got other? Fuck no. <laughs> Stealth, number two of six. Oh, shit. That's right. I wanted to read we that get, one. We get the whole backstory with when this started. We don't get who kind of attached this to um to our main character, but we get, like, it's, you know, kind of kind of blue beetle where it kind of embedded itself. Wait, this is the one that has the uh, dad that's yes. kind of going... And the the, I guess, the big bad in this universe... He's torturing someone, and then they see the reports of cops being injured, and they're they're making like, oh well, maybe these cops were bad or something like that. He's like, no, he's never gone after cops even bad. He's like, and this isn't calculated. He's like, do you know? I really remember when this first started in the eighties. He called me kid, and I was pretty old then, so he must have been older than me. He's like, I had a friend that start losing his mind. He's like, I think he's losing his mind. So the gangsters kind of figure it out. And what do they do? They're like, find us Alzheimer's patients and let's see if we can pinpoint someone. And then we get some more stuff like uh, they they believe that he could be a cop. His brother used to be a cop that was kind of dirty, uh, but that's how he's getting a lot of his information and stuff like that. It was very good. I'm going to continue reading this series. Okay. Join the Future, number two. Oh, that's right. I read that one, too. Do you want to review one, Paul? (laughs) 
Me and Josh are doing a lot of fucking talking. So, um, no, this was good. Uh, enjoyed this series. So the girl, because um, the the town was the city was attacked or the, yeah. their town was attacked, and um, the survivors all decided because it started off her her little kid brother was shot yep. that or it ended. That's how it ended. Yep. So it starts off with that there, and they're her they're pretty much having shot. the gunfight. Her dad gets shot. Uh, she is able to escape. She she escapes and then uh pretty much when this is all when it comes out of it, she goes back to town. Kind, she kinda takes over. Well, she goes back to town and everyone's setting up to leave. They're like, Listen, they're setting us up and she's like they're like, There's nothing you can do when they start terraforming this with these giant machines and she kinda sees that. Uh she attacks she attacks some uh police or the soldiers or whatever right. they are and the traitor um, where they get all their munitions, saves her, and she's like, oh, I found you. It just took me almost getting killed. Well, because she gets attacked by uh, a wolf. Then, yeah, yeah, a wolf. Well, it's yeah. sort of a wolf and her cubs. cubs. What, yeah. I, what I really liked about this is we kind of get the guy that's behind the, the future of the city. Yeah. And he doesn't seem like he's, like, I don't think he knows all the nefarious stuff that's going on to... Get these people to join. Either that or he does, which makes him much more evil. But I mean, his he's very like he's like there's this you know they say well this girl got away he's like find her bring her in she can't survive on her own I I'm not one I don't want this killing to happen you know I want them to come into our community and he seems very good intentioned. Um, again, he could be good intentioned and everyone else could be, or he could just be batshit fucking psychopathic and saying all these things and being like a governor type character behind the scenes. Yeah. The road to hell was paved with good intentions. So. Right. I thought uh, the road to hell was whenever I had Dave in the car with me. Only on Taco Tuesday. Or, or, or Rib Friday. <laughs> Meal number two. What? I'm an overgrown <laughs> hobbit. Leave me alone. <laughs> All right, Undiscovered Country number six. We got a lot of action <laughs> with this one. This is really good. This is my it, runner-up. It, it was good. There's a lot of action. My God, there was a lot of action. A lot of shit happens. <laughs> so. Is this the end of an arc or? Yeah, this the is the end one. of an arc. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, they, I'll, they, catch, I'll probably catch up with this. They're point. able to get the uh, key uh, as they're heading towards it. The group gets all back together and... Uncle Sam. Well, Uncle Sam gets shot. He gets shot through the head, and he's dead. They're like, he, and they're he still dies. Full, this train is still going full steam ahead. And they're like, straight for the wall, and the wall opens up, shoots down all of the uh, bad guys, and they're they're able to go through. So they're going to walk. They get in there. Well, they discuss whether or not they're going to leave. Well, well, right? They're, yeah, they get spy. Um, is it? Oh. The one that turned well, on him. Well, the traitor. He yeah, he, he tra- explains why. Yeah. He, he does another double cross. And yep, and they're, they're in a helicopter in this kind of bunker under the mountain. They're and like, they, they put it to a vote where they, they can either take the chopper and leave or they continue to ride the and train. And they vote to take the chopper, and then the one girl's just like, to the sister that has the disease, just like, stab, boom, you're cured now. And she's like, well, fuck, there's no reason to leave now if I can't take the cure back with me. Because that was her whole mission, to yep. get the cure to take out. So, uh, so they're going to to walk the spiral. But to... we also see 
dusty man begging him, pleading at the wall. And the wall opens for him. Yeah, so, so he's going to be walking the spiral, too. Yeah. I really And God, it. are those train tracks awesome. Oh, the, the rainbow train tracks. The red, track. white, and blue yeah. train tracks. Rain, it's just, I don't know. I, 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 I have no idea where this is going. I have no idea. Because I don't think this is listed as a mini or anything, is it? No. No. Uh, I think I stopped reading after the first or second issue, and if because if, from my perspective, Destiny Man was built to be the like the big bad guy. So now if he's like begging and pleading to get there's something else, yeah. Some more wall. This was really good. Um, great new series. Uh, yeah, I know. I me, and pa- me and Paul it. were who's, really who's excited. writing this again? Scott Snyder That's and uh, Charles Soul. Charles Soul. Yeah. Um. And they talk about it. And did you read the letters in the back? No. no. Uh, they talk about how. Don't worry; these are gonna continue coming out because him and uh, Charles wrote it, wrote the letter. He's like, me and Scott have been talking and bouncing ideas back and forth this whole time, and we have some steam ahead. So, oh boy, it seems like they have some issues already done and ready to roll. But I think we hit the nail on the head with this one. Saul's able to rein in Snyder enough to that the craziness works. Yeah, I got a, I got a question for you guys. When when did we start seeing creators kind of start saying, hey, we already have stuff prepared, so it's going to be coming out for a while? I think the first instance I saw that of as a comic book reader, because I, I'm still fairly new to comic book reading, the first instance I saw of that was um, with Oblivion Song, which I didn't fucking read, but still. Yeah, Kirkman Kirkman had a complete a res- year done. I, 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 it was done before the first like, thir- year of like uh, first it's uh, a, issue. Uh, it's a printed. response to... The, to doomsday clock no it's no. no doomsday clock's not the only look I think- doomsday clock lateness is nothing compared to the stuff that happened in the 80s and the 90s uh, I, yeah. I, I, well i mean no oh re- you're talking in, about in, in books recently. that were a year and a half or more late so you, doomsday you, clock. Get, you get no you no get, no single issue you would get an issue and then all of a sudden that book would disappear and all of a sudden Two years later, pop up on the freaking stand again. Okay, well, in, in the last ten years, is there another book? I don't know because I only read what, being late? again four years ago. Being either pushback consi- like every every time. Certain ones, it's your independence. A lot of your image guys, yeah. you know, you got you got, and and that was the thing when image started out. It was all these hotshot kids, okay, and well, instead then, of and and then, then oh, we're in charge then, of our like, own company, so we're gonna play video games and not do our work, and then it's like, oh, it's you know six months until Stephen Platt draws one book, and then six months later, the other one might come out. Well, that's why when, that's why okay, life filled. When did you start seeing them kind of addressing the fans in the back, like? We have all this prepared. It's going to keep coming out on schedule. Well, I don't think they're just addressing the fans. I think they're also talking to the retailers well, because when we when go, did they start doing that. Is that a recent thing? That's sort. I mean, sort of a recent thing. A lot of times when they pitch a story at the retailer conference and stuff, and they're like, "Hey, this is going to come out on time." If I even no, when I, I was a, even when I was just a reader, I would talk to you know, creators and it's like, Hey, you know, they're pitching a story. Say, Hey, I'm going to come out with this book. And I said, it's going to be out on time because that's the biggest thing. I think what, I think we actually did start seeing this in the nineties. Cause if you remember a lot of the indies like Zen and stuff like that, they would put letters that we got stuff coming out. Wait for this. You know, it's just from my perspective, I started reading comic books. I mean, this is really, really recent was at the end of new 52. So 
Because, oh, ain't he cute? Yes. Just a little guy. So I had a lot to catch up on, but like as far as new books that came out, like I never saw that until it was like right after everyone started like well, since everybody then, started blowing up on the it seemed like once the internet outrage sort of kind of pushed creators well, to kind of stick to their schedule. I, I, I think it has a lot to do with kind of our the society's ADD, ADD attitude towards everything right now. Hey, no like, offense, but you can see it just in the podcast. Oh, you, for sure. On yeah, this side sure. of the table, yeah, we're we, like we're willing to wait for a and, book. And, right. and, exactly. more and you guys want that instant gratification. Like, but I, I mean, what I think that where's the payoff? Is, Why isn't this book paying look, off like listen, right now? The, this book has you know we're building towards something. It's done. We're talking about it. We're looking towards the future. So you might not get that instant. I kind of like when you get kind of the inside workings, especially when you have a creative team between two. I mean. I mean, really, all-star So, if anything, kind of on that, it's probably no, it's probably addressing the younger generation with TV. Uh, We call it the MTV um, phenomenon because MTV was these video clips, these short little clips. MTV has not been a thing for a Well, but that's when things changed. Have you ever seen The Godfather? Yes, I saw it in theaters. Now, granted, it was at the Allen Theater like a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But there's scenes well, yes, in I've there where somebody, you know, like Al Pacino's driving a car, and there's a one shot where he gets out of the car, walks up to a port. Like that shit just doesn't happen anymore because everything's got to be but, these hot yeah, flashes. But that's that was a direct that's result deliberate. of those MTV delivered. That's deliberate. Here's you, the thing. Okay, with, have you watched any... Okay. From my perspective, Doomsday Clock was coming out and then was delayed repeatedly to the point where it was like a joke that even even on the podcast where it's like, oh, it's going to be delayed, it's going to be Doomsday Clocked, you know, people were pissed because, one, this was advertised being like a... I mean, obviously, Doomsday Clock was kind of a special case because it was, it was supposed to be like a, a universe... Exp- like, explaining sort of book or whatever. All the Frank Miller books have been late. All the Dark Knight stuff, all the I think even the original since Watchmen the original was late. One? Since the all original one, yes, yeah that that Master Race one that came out not too well, long uh, ago, no that one, shit was. Hey, nobody cares about Doom or Dark Knight Returns two or three. But but I'm just Other saying all that fans. all that stuff was late. All that stuff because was late. We didn't talk about that stuff, or no, it was out. That, before, that was way before, yeah. It was before yeah. Our podcast, yeah. So, so but like I said, all that stuff, all that stuff was really. You know, that stuff was late. You know, that it, it, it has been a general common occurrence uh, for certain books to become late. Uh, Marvel back in the day and even DC back in the day, they didn't, they, you know, deadline was everything. As you remember, when we talked to Bob McLeod, Bob McLeod he said the deadline was absolutely everything. And you had deadline to make those deadlines because, again, those were going not to just comic stores. At, at those days, those were going to every single store, every single convenience store, mom and pop corner store, all those places. And, and along with the big, you know, supermarkets and everything else where they had magazines and newsstands. I mean, my, my question was just, is it a response to Doomsday Clock? But it, it, it doesn't seem to be so. I mean, in, in, in from my perspective, it seems to be because that's, but that was like the delayed book. Well, nothing but, else even compared to how delayed that book was. 
Well, um, I, I, but yet there's there has been while all that's been yeah. going on, there's been some independents that have been incredibly months and and months. Well, hell, we're still years waiting, between we're still issues. Waiting on the ne- next baby teeth that was yeah, to come and out that's another one in fucking what the beginning of March. And that guy and and that that's so far behind on solicitations, it's canceled on the diamond and stuff now well, because it's so far we, behind. Batman uh, Max, we've never gotten the last. Yeah, issue that's of another that. one. That's longer than any of the between I, any I, of the I issues. Always done. No, no, no. There's only three a, issues came out. There was something else that I had thought was finished. Or was and it four? There's an, another issue left. I'm like, holy! F- I, I need to remember what it was. But it was something that I'm like, did that ever finish? And I'm like, no, it didn't. Yeah. No, so I mean, that's um, so. I mean, I, I'm, I'm asking from the perspective of someone that started collecting at the at the beginning of Rebirth, basically. But I, Doomsday I, Clock was the most talked about delayed book. And I've only seen I, creators. Well, creators well I, I will give Josh this. It was speak. the most anticipated because that was uh, that was right. what everybody was reading. Everybody but was waiting you for that one. You also see more of it because of Twitter. And yes, exactly. Facebook because I mean, all of that. The, the, the and I think that is, might be another reason for these letters now. in the back because you know a lot of the things that are in the letters in the back are things that have been shared on social media before, but. The older clientele that like comics might not get those inside scoops, so it's kind of a look into that as well. But I think it's I think it's a good thing that you know they're saying, hey, we have stuff done, you know, stick yeah, with us. I mean, for you people know, for people like me that just kind of are dipping their toes. We're also in this, this point. okay, so we're also in this society too, where oh, you want to watch a season of a show? Netflix drops all of it the in one day, in show, yeah. and then people are like. How do you watch something week and wait week from week? It's good because, because that's it gives how we you t- used to do it. But it also gives you time to process and think about stuff. Dave, if I hear you on tape one more bag and board, I'm gonna fucking murder you. <laughs> <laughs> and he puts them away. Nice. I All right. Just one open. Good. Any... Good topic conversation. There, I just Josh. wanted. Very I, I, good. I, mean, I was trying to get an answer from my perspective because, you know, we have we have kind of a more recent generation over here in this corner and we have several hundred generations over on that side of the table he's not wrong (laughs) on to meteor anything happen in meteor besides you know more dc news and diamond news uh teased by tom taylor in suicide squad number nine jack up the orders they're killing uh, Deathstroke or Deadshot. I was going to say. In, in which one? In number nine. Okay. And people have been going pretty nuts over that. Great. Um, Marvel did announce um, July, is it 17th or 20? No, 24th, I 24th. think. 24th. We, we announced that last week. Yeah, but we didn't have a date, did we? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. The the Marvel free bo- uh free comic book day editions will be coming out. The Changeling is getting a remake. Beast Boy. Marvel announced uh the new PS5 system and one of the uh key games will be the Spider-Man follow-up of to... Spider-Man uh which will be Miles Morales. Oh. Which I think is going to be a direct spin-off to uh, the original game because he does Miles Morales does show up in that a little bit. Okay. Tom King announced that he will actually be doing a story for Detective Ten Twenty Seven with Walt 
fucking Simonson. That's what he said. His words, not mine. <laughs> Even the fucking. Yeah. Wow. Walt Simonson, uh, one of my favorite artists. And Tom King, I, one of He's our... one of the few creators I've met at a at a convention. I haven't been to a lot of conventions, but... I mean, as far as, like, a, a, approachable people, Walt Simonson... I mean... No, he, Walt's, he, Walt's really good. Yeah, yeah he wrote mm-hmm. and drew, you know, obviously, the the quintessential fucking Thor run. Um, Yeah. That's crazy. I can't wait to read and it. And so, some really iconic uh, Batman covers, too, he's done. Tom King is my favorite Batman writer, but I mean, yeah. I'll read it just for Walt, Walt Simonson. Um, Tom Taylor also announced Hellblazer Rise and Fall, which he'll be teaming with uh, the, I believe, the artist from The Boys uh, as a black label book. So, Tom Taylor, Hellblazer, I'm for it. Um, Diamond has come, it was announced today that Diamond and DC have an agreement that they are going to be selling some uh, the stuff that, that has been ordered that will be coming out until the end of the year and um, also uh, some reorder stuff they'll be filling to the end of the year. And I believe they're doing the distribution for the UK and maybe international because the other two new companies don't do that. So I saw that uh, Death Metal is going to be getting some spinoffs that's well, yeah. Death metal starts in the, in the next September week. Solicitations yeah. that came out. Um, you mean in DC Connect, the new online DC magazine for sure. new stuff? Yeah. <laughs> um, shit. There was something else I had. Damn it! I lost it. Anything else? He did. Uh, as we said earlier, Denny O'Neill. Denny O'Neill. Um, I mean, he was a huge Batman writer. I mean, he created Roz. He has some quintessential I mean, the question stories too. Yeah. Well, yeah, his stuff, his stuff. Um, I mean, you, you actually that a lot that that question series that's going on right now is Denny Denny's Cowan. Yep. That's doing the art. He did the art um, back in the '90s run with Denny O'Neill yeah. as the writer. Would he Would he go on Mount Rushmore of Batman writers? He, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. For oh, without I mean, a doubt. I mean. This might be a controversial take, but I don't think Bob Kane belongs on that. He may have created the character, but I mean, when I think Batman, it's well, when nothing. You say, when you say belongs on the route, Mount Rushmore. So how many heads four, are on four your, your, four. Top, your top four Batman riders? Are we going to do that now? Oh, man. I mean, I, I definitely would put Denny O'Neill on there. Uh, I kind of think. Chuck Dixon might go on there because, man, for damn near a decade, he was in control yeah. of the Batman stuff. I mean. And it was good. You look modern. I mean, Tom King, almost Tom 100. King nope. Nope. Not putting him <laughs> on there. I'm not putting him on my Mount Rushmore. Um, and who else? I mean, Snyder's New 52 run was fucking I put, phenomenal. I would probably put Snyder on there. 
but I don't think it was better than Tom King's run. See, I wouldn't put Snyder on. I'd put Tom on before Snyder. Wow. In a, in a, in a heartbeat. All right. Yeah. I mean... I don't know enough of the older writers to actually... Um, I, yeah, yeah. I'll agree, but like... I really well, got into first Batman of all, I'm not going to put Tom so. King on there on who, no matter who he's up against because I fucking hated his entire run. Other than like the first 10 issues... The whole, the rest of it was fucking... Isolate his track. Yeah. I didn't like it, so... And every time Josh um, goes on a run, just put that on, but isolate the put, spot. You know the spot I'm talking Miller about. I put Frank Miller on there. For I'd his pro- Dark Knight Returns stuff. Like, I'd, I'd probably his Dark Knight Returns... Well, he did year one also, too. His ground... It, it basically made Batman kind of the, 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 the dark and kind of... Grim. No, he was definitely responsible for that. Yeah, hundred percent. Before that, it was kind of still campy and fun, and then it was like he became kind of this dark, brooding character after Frank Miller. I would put Frank Miller up there as well with Denny O'Neill. Okay, I really can't argue that because I do see justice for that. He, I, he, I mean, his take totally changed the character. And it's the Alan, one that sticks to this day. Does, yeah. does, does Alan Moore go on there for the Killing Joke alone? Yeah, because that's about all. No. No, 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 because, because I love see, Alan Moore, but I would. I, here's the thing. I would not put Alan Moore on there out of respect for Alan Moore, because Alan Moore would be offended by me putting him on, on the Mount Rushmore. So I'm not going to do that for him. But I'd put him over Frank Miller, I believe. Really? I just because I think Miller Frank had, Miller transformed the but, character. But he has so tainted that since then. It doesn't matter. The Batman we have now is the Frank Miller Batman. Before Frank Miller, he was Adam West Batman sort of shenanigans. Yeah, he's not wrong on that one. Like, Frank Miller's responsible for the broodiness, for the fucking tortured... The darkness, the gritty. The torturedness and, and, and all that stuff. That's Frank Miller. I mean, Jeff Loeb almost has to be considered, too. Oh, with all the long Halloween, but yeah. all those uh, yeah. Legends of the Dark Knight yeah. Uh, specials. Yeah, those were fantastic. Did, did, didn't he do, wasn't he on for Hush? Is that still? I think that is Jeff Lowe and Jim, Jeff Loeb and Jim Lee. Yeah, yeah that's a good run. And I, I, th- I think in that same run is uh, Red Hood. Is, might be in that the, same uh, time period. It, it comes after, yeah. Yeah, so that, that's, that's an interesting one to pick just for. I don't know that I could pick my fourth. Like Jeff Jeff Loeb, Danny O'Neill, and Frank Miller. I, I'd have to contemplate the the fourth one. And I, Tom King. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, what a body of work uh, Denny had. Um, a big. I he mean, did a lot of Green big, Lantern stuff too. Huge, huge on on that, and I mean. I mean, but just his contribution hate, on DC back in the heyday. I hate to bring heyday. up this name while we're we're talking about Denny O'Neill, but Joe's favorite character is Vic Sage, and the quintessential Vic Sage stories are the Denny O'Neill ones. Like that's how that character was established mm-hmm. with the question. So, um, it it sucks. Like he's one of the. He's one of the guys that kind of well, cemented the question, a lot of characters. Uh, uh, the question, I think, was a Charlton book, so it wasn't even a, it was something that DC had bought that they bought those characters uh, with those uh, publications. And the uh, que- Jed uh, question was, was one of the, the Under the Hood stuff. 
the red ones. Okay, then that was after the Loeb. Yeah, yeah, so that was just after him. Um, Ed Brubaker, I forgot about. He did a lot of. Yeah, Brubaker late. had a yes, because uh, his run was with um, uh, Nightwing artist. Um, oh, no, Paul Dini was the Hush stuff. Paul Dini I, and Jim I, Lee. Paul Dini would be my number four. Yeah, um, I mean yeah. You, you, yeah. Paul Dini's good because I mean you can include his Batman series stuff like the show. Yeah, that's why. I'm that's about yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's respectable. And for doing just a a, a writers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean you're not gonna put Dan Slott on for Arkham Asylum, Living Hell? No, it was just a Living Hell reading it. It's close. <laughs> The recycling bin next to the uh, the Mount Rushmore. Marv Wolfman. Yeah. Marv I mean, Wolfman's a fucking fantastic writer, but I I can't think of off the top of my head any Batman stories. He did a lot. Marv of Wolfman. Oh yeah. No, he he did a lot back in the day. He was good. Yeah, I loved Marv's stuff. He also did a lot of great stuff with um, Spider Man too. Well, he did tons of good. Stuff. I mean, he did yeah. fucking. Oh, uh, Christ on Infinite Earths. Yeah, yeah, he that. Did, um, he had a run on Titans. He had a good story in the, I think the Superman 80th anniversary issue. Uh, I think he had an, a story yeah. in there that was, I think, may have been my favorite one out of there, but uh, I can't remember it. But no, Man, Man and Superman. Yes, is that one was one like the best favorite. Superman stories of all time. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I was thinking about. Um. So. Who did all the Nightfall stuff? Was that uh, Doug uh, Nightfall? That Monick, or Doug Doug Mensch or Mensch, yeah, that's and right. Chuck Dixon, yeah. I think, was writing Batman at that time. Mensch is another that, that's what, that's prolific what, I, I, Batman. That's always been writer. One of my also, favorite kind of the Nightfall. The Nightfall Night Quest, was a great that kind arc. of what like thirty issue run. That's there? when that's actually back in the day. All that stuff that DC was doing those long form. You know, crossover stories, so to speak, because yeah. that, that was out at the same time with the death of Superman right, stuff. Right and yeah. say what you will, but if you go back and reread all of that, that whole death yeah. of Superman, funeral for a friend, yep. and then the returns, all, all that shit. The return in the rainer. All that stuff arc. is great. Well, was that kind of the first? Now I'm sure there was some before that, but that's kind of when it turned from almost every comic was a single standalone issue to okay this is playing into no, you, a larger... you had story arcs before that no i mean especially death of superman like range superman was that's like when four you got five the, issues of that that's when you got the huge arcs but that's what i mean before yeah. that it was either that, like was single like or because no, crisis because crisis had trial of the flash was like fucking 20 issues and that was like back before even iris west was a thing this yeah. was back when he was marrying i can't remember her fucking <laughs> name but it's when he killed Reverse Flash because he was going to kill his bride-to-be or whatever. And that became like a fucking... Cause they, they, yeah, like they I said, I knew there was like some of them, but it's print. like the, the stories you think of in like the 70s and 80s, especially Batman, you know, they were usually like two, three issues. and I, I would say that even... I would say that the stories were even longer back then because of the fact that there was not a lot of crossover. I know, I know a lot no, of the re- Hulk stuff back then. There were some long arcs for the the whole story. 
they, there was ties in, but a lot of times that one yeah, issue was, could this be was before the whole trade thing uh, was a thing. complete. Oh like yeah, yeah, yeah. All they do is write for the trade. Well, they, yeah. they five or six that issues became a like thing because the then the trades, the trades could be sold in the bookstores, and and that was you know that's why they were doing that, and then. Well, then they're not anything oh, anymore. Oh, there, there was a writer for uh, This Is Us. This Is Us. It's the only other writer away, pass yeah. away. He was at 39. Yeah. I think uh, it was that's about all I had. On I, thought it. It was a, I thought it was a female. No, uh, 39. Show, so. yeah. I've never seen it either. I just remember seeing that. Yes. Yeah. So as, uh, far, as far as comic books are related, Denny O'Neill is a huge loss. Oh, yeah, that's a huge name. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, it's and he good. was in the Joker story. And he had, so. he had a Joker, yeah. Joker one. I don't, I don't know, know if that was his last thing or... Well, is there any more anniversary issues coming up? Yes. Yeah. What's coming up? Um, I thought there's something else coming up. Did we, did we? Did we get the Robins yet? Yeah, yeah Robin came Robin out. Came while, out? Yeah, that came out while we were closed down. Okay. Um, shit, I think didn't I? I think I have orders in for something else. Or something else because they were just hitting and. Because that's the only. Hitting. I think Danny O'Neill was responsible for. Uh, Rachel Ghoul. Yes. Yeah, I said that. I said he created. Yeah, he created Rachel. Yeah. And they make fun of you in your memory. Mm-hmm. Not, no, no, it's not. It's not everything. I just wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that's it, right? That's it. Sounds that's good. It. We're gonna wrap so, her up. So next week, uh, big, big episode for us, boys. Yeah. Are you serious? We finally hit it. And and it's a light week on books. <laughs> with, with no Marvel. And no Marvel books next week. It was like, oh, my goodness. I'm going to review so, every so single book. So we're going to have a 100-page uh, anniversary episode tomorrow. So, tomorrow, all right. Tomorrow, so tomorrow, uh, next tomorrow. week. Yeah, we're going to do it tomorrow. Um, yeah, tomorrow. Well, yeah. So do we want to read something special or do a special segment we had talked about doing this as are you why don't why don't uh, could we do your favorite single issue like it's a one story thing i was gonna say your favorite either 100 page giant or favorite issue number 100 that's what i I was thinking your favorite issue 100 uh 100 issue i'd be all right with that any of them 100 as long as it's see this how it's such a light week we could probably do both your idea is so favorite 100 issue and favorite single one story, just a single issue. Kind of like Ice Cream Man was this week. an issue to review that you enjoy. Are we doing just from our time in this or ever? Forever. Ever. Forever. So if you have one from like six years from now that you really enjoyed in the future, come back and review it. I have no idea what I'm going to Okay, so let me ask you this. Is it something that we we say, okay, I'm going to pick this and everybody else reads it and then we all talk about it? Like, I'll 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 announce it now just because I, I already have my idea on it, which one to do. And then, uh, so I'm going to say uh, one of my favorite single-issue uh, books to read ever has been uh, Hulk 420. I'm not going to read Ezekiel number one. Wow. From the Old Testament. Just saying. Just because you were there when it came All out. All right. So right now he's going to read Job. <laughs> Job? You're going to read Joshua read Job? Yeah, Job. Yes, Job. It's Job an Arrested one, Development. I got, I got it. I got to think Never seen it in oh, episode. Got, they keep calling him Job. <laughs> anyway. I'll think so, about it, but if, if we want to assign homework to each other, I don't, I don't Do you want to do that? Or yeah, do we just... Sure. 
Yeah, let's let I'll we'll, pick we'll, something real we'll all pick one right single guess. issue, I guess. All right, and then we can still talk about your favorite um, hundred page. Yep. You know. What about what about the issue that that made you a comic book fan? Is oh, that, is that that too cheesy or? Well, no, because it's going to be a bad issue on my part. Oh, it's going to be good for me. You guys are going to be reading Infinity Gauntlet. Well, that's not a single issue. Sure. Read issue number one, then. <laughs> All right. Just saying. Man, it's... I can tell you right now what mine is. The one that really got me hooked and coming in and buying week after week, going down to the five and dime and looking for those new books. Uh, Spider-Man, the McFarlane run, 26. Is that the the Phoenix homage cover? You can just pick a pick a book. That's fine too. Sing, a single issue. Do you know what would be a good time to figure this out? Before this podcast or after? After, after this podcast ends. <laughs> <laughs> All have right. Something to review next week. All right. The anniversary. Not even anniversary. Just he keeps talking. Yeah. I'm the maestro. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost lost. Unplug his mic before. And I'm he keeps Josh. Going. Just keeps talking right. Be good to each other. <laughs> <laughs>